Welcome to this week's Happiness by Choice interview, where we interview experts from around the planet on the topic Happiness by Choice. Wow, now meet Biliana. She is a social innovation coach and consultant, and she founded the Swiss Failure Academy, the SF Plus A. Her academy supports international organizations, entrepreneurs, and changemakers to transform from being spreadsheet-driven to being design-driven by engaging and using the transformative power of failure constructively. You experience freedom from fear and failure so that you can easily turn it into an art of innovation. Now, welcome with me, Biliana. So hi, Biliana, nice you're here with me early in the morning in Switzerland, right? And well, let's start this. What are you actually doing for yourself in your life, um, private or business? And how do you mm -hmm. instill more happiness for yourself? Okay, so um, I'm a social innovation coach and consultant. Yeah. I help organizations mm -hmm. and uh, high-performance teams mm -hmm. to innovate But more importantly, before that, to build trust yes. in order to be able to innovate. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Wow. Yes. So, so what mm. does that mean, really? High-performing teams and you help them to trust and to innovate. That, that sounds really intriguing. And I think a lot of people were like, okay, what does it mean? What does it do? Yeah. Tell me a little more. Well, I'll tell you a little bit more. So... Um, First, innovation is a process of coming up with new ideas or applying new ideas to new to, to new or applying all ideas to new places. Mm -hmm. And also, so innovation can go in different ways. But sometimes, in order to be able to innovate, or most of the times, we need to cross boundaries. Mm -hmm. We need to take more risks. We need to search deep down into ourselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, most importantly, we need to be committed to solve complex problems. Mm -hmm. And solving complex problems is not as easy as solving other problems, like engineering problems. You That's never true. know where, you, where, the, where you're going to end up. So in order to do this, uh, teams really need to trust each other. Mm -hmm. and to trust in the process mm -hmm. and to be able to deal with the unknown and with failures on the way. Yes. And when I say failure, failures, I don't mean uh, simply things that don't work out as planned. I go a step further and I uh, mean uh, judgments mm -hmm. from one another, from ourselves. I mean conflict, mm -hmm. I mean being able to uh, trust that this process is going to take us somewhere mm -hmm. and we are going to find our way well, in the great. dark, deep, yes. So uh, what I help teams do is I help them build trust mm -hmm. and I help them design and implement their own innovation pro problems. Okay. Wow. Oh, that's, that's really great. So I get excited about this so much because there are so many little things you said right now that are really in, an integral part of being happy, right? First of all, workspace. Mm -hmm. A lot of people in their job aren't happy. 
because they don't feel hurt, they don't feel in the right place, or they have so many other issues going on. They feel like their, their talents are not used properly or they didn't get paid well enough. Um, but there's one thing that you mentioned that is really one of the baselines why people feel unhappy, and that's really trust that comes back down to, am I trust uh, enough or am I trustworthy enough or can we trust each other to do something? What if, uh, if I overshare and do something and give something and that has backlashes in, in my direction, right? So I can't open this idea up or I can't uh, say what I think and, and stuff like this is, is a lot um, and has a lot to do with happiness there. And while you said a lot of other things as well, like especially the innovation part and um, using your imagination, your creativity, um, that's a part of happiness because you have to dive deep inside of you and this is where your happiness resides, right? So all of mm. this is interconnected and that makes, makes me yeah, really excited about where you're going with this because it's not only applies to high-performing teams. If people can take out ideas from you, how you work with those teams and apply this to their own lives, to their own personal situation, that will help them tremendously to get closer to a more fulfilled life. So that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And you're welcome. Well, it's, it's not only if people can take ideas. The first step is if do, do people allow to share, allow themselves to share their ideas? Yes. And this is where it's really important to know the difference between being vulnerable and taking a risk. Yes. Because vulnerability is the possibility of, take, of taking a risk that cannot be calculated. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of risk management that we've been hearing in the last 20 years and uh, uh, being able to calculate the risks in all different organizational settings. But when it comes to creativity, when it comes to allowing new ideas to blossom yes. and to show up, it's all about being vulnerable. Yes. And being vulnerable is a great, great, great ability and a great communication skill. But the question is, have we, are we allowing ourselves to really say what we think and share what shows up without the fear of being judged, yes. without the fear of being shamed, without the fear of knowing that we won't be outcasted? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So rejection, right? Rejection is a huge topic, not only in the workspace and humans as in total. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I, I can see this already in my kids, right? They, they always come and the first thing they say is, hey, if I tell you something now that I want, the first thing I need to know from you is that you say yes. And that's a, hmm, well, that's a nice idea you have there, but I need to know first what you want before I can say yes. So yeah, yeah, you, need to, yeah. you need to take the risk to tell me what you want and then risk to get a no, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the point is, in, at least in my understanding, is not whether we get a no or, or not. It's really? what, do we do, do, what do we do with it and exactly. how, we, how we connect in the process of getting a no. Yes, exactly. So vulnerability is this amazing opportunity to connect at a totally different level. Mm -hmm. And for me, this is where trust comes. Mm -hmm. And this is where creativity comes. And this is where courage to be together in a different way mm -hmm. comes. Yeah, and of cool. course, this is where we feel happier. We do, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of going on also with detachment, detachment from the result that you're getting, right? Now you have this amazing idea, your mind, everything works out, 
and I bet people understand uh, or uh, can attach to this uh, the situation. You have a great idea, and then your head everything works perfectly, and then you hear yourself saying what you think, and you notice while you're saying, "That can never work." In my head, everything worked. How can this not work now? And I say it loud out. That's mm -hmm. so crazy. And um, sometimes we get so attached to our ideas and our um, point of view or what we want to have that we totally forget to to stay neutral on, on the results, right? We, we, we think it's so great that, that everyone needs to jump on this and, and cheer on and we save the world and everything is great to a little exaggerate. And most of the time, the ideas are okay and they need a lot of work, but they might not even be able to be implemented or possible. So you need to get detached from whatever you share and that it will bring in result that you got attached to in any way right as if it's a yes or if it's we do this now the whole team cheers on and goes the direction or your whole family supports you and maybe nobody supports you maybe you have to go and work on this idea on your own right um, when it comes to a team that's not always possible but i think you know where i'm going with this <laughs> yeah well and and that's the beauty when it comes to team it's a little bit even uh, one needs to take on to take it a notch further because when it comes to teams we not only we don't only need to share each other's ideas and we need to understand that maybe that's the first idea is not the best idea mm -hmm. but we also need to trust that others are going to contribute to making my idea better yeah. yes and exactly. that yes and that synergies are much more important than uh, having it my my own way. Mm -hmm. So it also, while while you need to disattach, you also need to attach others to come in. You know, yes. to yes. bring them in, yeah. and you need to put it out there in, in the open and see how the idea is going to grow itself. Mm -hmm. And this is where actually great teamwork happens. So when we when we choose to to let go of it and yes. see what new shape it's going to grow into. Exactly. Letting go also a super important part of happiness. And a lot of people misunderstand letting go. It's not to be ignorant or to just um, really don't care anymore. Letting go has nothing to do with not caring or being ignorant. Letting go has to get detached from the expectations we have for something. And also to just let things be like they are, right? To put them out there and then see, okay, now let's see what, what everyone else does with that. Um, what can I contribute if someone else contributes and then it gets a life of their own. And I, what I understood is, well, there are two things really. Uh, you don't need to have a team or work situation. You can have a family situation or friends around you, right? No yeah. matter where you are at, yeah. um, you can really apply this in any situation of life, even if you are alone and you, you just talk with someone and then chat online or whatever. Um, when you take this idea of letting go your your own ideas, then well, everything becomes easier and it makes more fun actually to really share. And no matter what is the outcome, you're not emotionally affected. And that gives you the ability to really choose happiness easier in your life. So that's really great. And the second thing is yeah. when you share your ideas and others contribute, you create a mastermind. What does mastermind actually mean? It just means that a lot of people put in their brain power together to create a new mind of sorts that finds the solution for you. And that is the beauty of, of sharing and contributing and being vulnerable and actually detaching yourself from any outcome. 
Uh, well, to this, I just want to add that while we are creating masterminds, we are also creating master hearts. Yes. Because in the process of bringing the brain together, we are also bringing our hearts together. Mm -hmm. And when we bring our hearts together, we connect in a totally different way. Mm -hmm. And this is actually what makes me happy. Yes. To see how other people do it, how, how other people do it, and how we can actually put the brain and the heart together yes. to work with, to, to, deal with the, with the, to deal with the problems we face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's so, you know, that's, a, that, that's so, it's just so beautiful to always forget that we are human beings too. I mean, to always remember that we are human beings and that in addition to a head, we have a heart and we have a gut and Absolutely. to bring it all together so that we can live a wholehearted and, and a fully, fully integrated, a fully integrated life at work. Yeah. And at home, yeah. I mean, it, it comes from there, of right? Course. And of the course, because teams are, yeah, yeah, teams are also, families are also teams. Exactly. That's yeah. what, what people most misunderstand. They're not the structure where they have to have to push everyone around. If you can get everyone to the same level, everything becomes easier, and that's what the team does usually. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's beautiful. And you said so. And such an important thing: relationship, right? You form the mm -hmm. hearts together. You bring people closer. Mm -hmm. You form friendships, um, even more maybe. And. I think relationship is an, an really foundational part of being happy, of, of choosing happiness every day. I mean, mm -hmm. I know that nobody can just be happy and smile every day, all day long, and ignore everything else. It's not about that, really. It's about coming into and self-connectiveness, into connecting with others on a an, an vulnerable level where you can share yourself, open yourself, uh, without being afraid uh, of getting hurt in the process and even if you would get hurt you can detach yourself from this outcome and choose happiness again because you know it's just the wrong person to share yourself with now yeah well that's that's really beautiful so how are you seeing the relationship developing and what you do on um, with teams or in general to develop mm -hmm. relationships yeah well uh, i'm not sure if i remember correctly but i think it was albert camus who said Others are the, the hell we live in. <laughs> so the people around us can be hell and can be paradise. Mm -hmm. And uh, how we connect to them and how we choose to be with them mm -hmm. is making the difference between choosing between hell, living in hell and living in paradise. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and in this... Uh, on this note, it's really important when, the, when, you, when I work with and help teams to build relationships among themselves, to help them bring all of them, all, all, all the parts, mm -hmm. the heart, the gut, and the brain together. Yes. And of course, to open space for each and everyone to, be, to feel themselves as a contributor. Because sometimes... I know this is what unaware teams do. They kind of expect somebody takes the lead and kind of allows him or herself to demand others to change. And the point is 
to open a space where everybody, everyone can be the change. Yeah. Because when people are the change, they feel fulfilled, they feel in the right place, they feel motivated, they feel happy to contribute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's great. So relationships are super important. I, I see the same. You brought it up now two or three times already, and that, that's mm-hmm. exactly the combination between mind, um, our, mm-hmm. our brain for the, for the whole functioning, for thinking, right? Our heart, this, this is the center of all knowing, right? We, we know before anything happens in our heart that it will happen. And everyone who, who went through a tough time or lost a job or whatever's going on, when you remember back to this moment, you have to admit, like, I knew that's what's going to happen way before it's going to happen. Because our heart always knows when we connect to this. And it's even scientifically proven that the heart sends signals much faster than the brain And before the brain reacts to something, the heart has already reacted and sent the signal up, up and down, right, to the gut and to the brain. And that's, that's mm-hmm. the interesting part that actually functionalities that are attributed to the brain are happening in the heart faster than in the brain. And the last thing is the gut, right? It's, it's so much a gut feeling. And it's like our instincts are connected there. Our intuition is connected there. And we have mm-hmm. a more vast network of neurons uh, in our gut and in our head um, and That's beautiful to know that we actually have three brains we can rely on if you want to look at them. Mm-hmm. And even use them <laughs> and bring them to work with us every day. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's beautiful. So in terms of happiness, right, we had relationships, we have teamwork um, component and open mm-hmm. up, being vulnerable. That's amazing. So what tip would you give someone? and to really dial into more happiness um, at work, maybe at home or wherever they are? Well, I think first and foremost is to trust yourself, to let your ideas out of your own head. Yeah. Share. Uh, and yes, share, because that's the first step. We live too much in our heads mm-hmm. and uh, we don't let the ideas have their own life. Mm-hmm. Second of all, Connect to the people you're sharing them with mm-hmm. and open space for them to actually be equally contributing to making the idea grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this sense, as I just said, allow people to be the change as opposed to tell them how they need to change in order to grow <laughs> your idea. Um, and third and foremost is trust that even if things do not materialize the way you are thinking there, mm-hmm. something beautiful is going to come up, to show up anyhow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on this sense, I also work quite a lot with the image of failure ah, yes. with those teams mm-hmm. uh, because it's really important to mm-hmm. realize that failure is nothing more than a judgment, a judgment based on a different and an old way of thinking. Yes. And if we want to really innovate, we need to have the courage to step into the unknown and not prejudge things. Mm-hmm. And second of all, it's really important to understand that in addition to judgment or a step beyond the judgment is just failure, is just a mistake. Yes. A mistake which, exactly. So... I help them really nail down which of the mistakes that matter 
and which are the mistakes that don't matter. Because the moment you kind of, as a team, let go of the mistakes don't, that don't matter, you release a lot of brain power to learn and to find out what is important and to dive into what is important. Mm -hmm. So issues are very complex, but on the other hand, they're also very simple. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes. We overcomplicate yes. things as human beings usually. So um, for yes. every... That's the next thing. I think Einstein said that you can't solve a problem from the same level of thinking that created the problem in the first place. So that is what teams do when they come together and mm -hmm. share and really openly um, experience as a failure and things that don't work. And they really combine and connect all their power, their brain power, their love um, with each other and really get together and let the problem be the problem, then they come up to the next level of thinking together and can solve whatever was difficult before and suddenly became easy. And that's, that's really powerful and beautiful. And yeah. in terms of failure, everyone can learn from that, not only teams, single individuals, right? And failure is just a judgment you give. I was a failure, it didn't work, never will work for me. You go so far into overthinking the situation that you actually forget that there is a lesson to be learned in whatever went wrong. And when you can manage to see this lesson, then you can try again with a better approach. And that in terms also tells you that no matter where you are at, no matter what doesn't work in your life right now, when you keep on going and trying in the direction you want to be, you will end up where you want to be. So you will get there. And that gives me from, from my side peace because I know if doesn't, anything doesn't work, I keep my dream, I keep my goal, I will just change the way and get there. Yeah, that's right, yeah, absolutely. And because the opposite of failure, of fear, a fear of failure is peace of mind. Yes. And when we have peace of mind, we are opening ourselves to a lot of opportunities. Yes. And that's the beauty. Absolutely. So um, when we take this a uh, little bit into your private life, it does okay for you. What are you doing every day for yourself to keep up in high energy, to bring inspiration into your life and happiness? Well, first and foremost, I try to be really kind to myself. Yes. Because uh, having been a person who has been overthinking things for a lot of years, I have equally hard learned to overjudge myself mm -hmm. and to put myself in boxes that uh, I don't feel comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So name what I'm going to through, be it in my head, being in my heart, being in my gut. Second of all, be kind and give myself space to acknowledge where I am and uh, it takes a little bit of time once I've acknowledged to kind of let go of the feeling or of the thought. Yeah. And then be present and see what different and wiser shows up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that's one of the most important parts. A lot of people underestimate their own thoughts, how they treat themselves inside of them, right? They look in the mirror and they think, my God, I got so much extra weight that I don't want to have. I'm not looking beautiful. I can't go out like this. And they're so harsh to themselves. Uh, how can they ever expect that anyone else would be nice or friendly or kind to them? Because they have this inherited energy of being unfriendly to themselves already. Um, mm -hmm. 
and people pick up on that. That's the gut where it's coming into place, right? That you feel, even you don't know it in your mind, even you don't think it, but you know this person isn't really kind to themselves. Why should I be? And that's just a body reaction, a mirror effect that's happening. And you can't really mm-hmm. help it. Even if you're aware of what's going on in front of you and someone else, you need to work and train yourself to not react like everyone else would react on a person that is really not friendly, not kind to um, itself or themselves. So yeah, it, comes, yeah. it comes back to building a relationship, a kind and genuine relationship with yourself. Yes. Because this is something which you have not been taught. And we had to find somewhere along the way, the hard way, mm-hmm. how to build a relationship with ourselves. Because the only person we are going to be with our whole lives is ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and we need to be our best friend. We need to be our best cheerleader. Yes. We need to be our best uh, uh, common sense maker and all those kind of things. Absolutely. I agree. And this is a baseline for happiness. If you treat yourself more kindly, I promise you, you have more energy, you will feel, uh, feel more fulfilled from very alone. Um, because you're just living with someone you want to be with suddenly. And no matter how you look like, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter if you deal with scars, with overweight, with underweight, with any kind of problems, right? Uh, a crooked nose or whatever's going on. If you start to accept who you truly are, because you're unique, you're, you're absolutely... Um, worth it to be happy with yourself because hey there's only one person like you there will be no one else like you ever on the whole planet in all history and in all future of mankind there's only you and you are unique and that's makes you special from that very moment on um, and when you can accept that and who you are and how you look like and you start to treat yourself kindly and with love you will you will notice and feel that other people will just do the same for you and and Actually, you start to demand this kindness from yourself. Others will just bring it into your life as well. So it's the most yes. important relationship for happiness that you can build. It's the one with yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And it's something I need to work on every day. And I do. Yes. How about you? The same thing. I need to remind myself mm-hmm. every day. And sometimes I catch myself going into the bathroom, avoiding the mirror uh, or something. And then I go mm-hmm. extra back and look into my eyes and say, hi. It's great to be with you today, right? So I just mm-hmm. remind myself, uh, there's no, no reason to hide from who I am uh, or mm-hmm. to, to feel maybe even shame of who I am, right? So sometimes we're just going into those notions and when you notice those, just turn them around into love for yourself. Take a moment, mm-hmm. take time, realize and notice that you are a beautiful human being and no matter what other people say or think, that's their problem and their, uh, actually what they're sending out from themselves inside to a little bit like hurt people le- tend to lash out. And we had this a little bit in our talk before we started. Um, and that's normal. But whatever other people say and do, that's never something you have to take personal on yourself because they're just reflecting what's happening inside of them. So mm-hmm. usually it's up to them what's going on. They think and judge themselves much more harshly than whatever they could tell you. And knowing this, it's actually sad. So you have to feel for them and just know that I have a beautiful relationship with myself. I love myself, so I will never treat you in that way that you're trying to treat me right now. It just shows that you don't love yourself. And, and mm-hmm. then you leave it at that, right? And with that, you can get mm-hmm. a lot of peace in your life. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, 
Well, um, if, do you have anything else that you want to share with people and to help them along their way to find more? Oh, wait a second. Uh, my battery is dying. My computer is dying. Okay. And I need to make, to make it work. Let me just uh, yes, yes. see why it's not working. Okay, cool. So, Liliana. Okay, there we go. Managed. Power. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Let's, let's dive yeah. in. So, uh, anything else that I need to, I want to share. Yeah, that you feel like it's important for people to know, to hear from you today. <laughs> it's a tough question, I know. <laughs> well, I think it's really important not to be afraid of silence. Yeah. And I'm saying it just because I, I had a choice now. Will I allow myself just to be silent mm -hmm. and see what shows up? Or will I panic and uh, fast that I have nothing to say? Uh -huh. uh, and I think when we, and again, it comes back to, to trust. Mm -hmm. Trust that I'm a beautiful human being full of potential. Mm -hmm. That, and if I give myself or when I give myself the opportunity just to be silent and to be with myself, uh, my potential is going to show up. Yes, every time. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. So, yeah, that's an amazing tip. If nothing comes to mind, that is the right moment to be silent and listen and feel inside of you. Not inside your mind. Don't search for an answer. It doesn't work. Just listen inside your heart. Listen inside your gut. And like you said, your potential will show up. An answer will come. You suddenly know, this is what I have to share. And that's so yeah. powerful and so beautiful. And we, we tend to forget in our busy world that taking a step back, taking a deep breath, closing your eyes maybe for a moment and just let everything be is the solution that we are looking for in being busy all the time. <laughs> that was always there yeah. inside of us already. So that's yeah. very, very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. You're very welcome. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, um, if, you, if you're good, um, I think we covered a lot of ground. People can really listen into this and take out a lot for their lives and for their work lives as well. I, mean, I think it's amazing and, and beautiful. So many people are working for or with other people. So that will help them tremendously to excel their lives into a more calm, more peaceful and more fulfilled way of living. And, I'm really happy yeah. to have you on this call. So thank you very much for yeah. taking time. Yeah, you too. Me too. Yeah, yeah and uh, if, um, if anybody, anybody who's listening would like to kind of in my, to invite more, uh, more innovation in the, on their team yes. or would like to invite, to, would like to learn how to trust more each, themselves or each other or to learn how to deal, how to deal with failure in a leading way as opposed to dealing way. Yes. Uh, get in contact with me. Absolutely. You should do this. Biliana has an amazing energy and does great, great work. So I can only employ you if, you're, if you feel inspired, reach out to Biliana. You can do this on the podcast site. There will be a link for mm -hmm. you to get in touch with mm -hmm. her. And then, yes, let's wrap it up here. Thank you so much for yeah. being here and sharing your insights, your knowledge. And yeah, have a great day. 
Thank you. Same to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it for this week. Happy I've been here. I hope you got some amazing input from this interview. And we hear us again next week to have another interview for Happiness by Choice. The Happiness by Choice series is brought to you by Digital Life Enhancement. Stefan Loga, the world's first digital life enhancement expert. And I'm happy to hear you next week again. Bye.